This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 349 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by EcoGold. Visit them at ecogold.ca. Patty Glenn, the geek, back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back here to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us our nutrition expert. She is Dr. Nerida Richards out of Australia. She is the founder and creator of FeedXL, one of our sponsors here on the Horse Radio Network. And she comes back with us on a regular basis to talk to us in depth about nutrition and horses and what they need to eat and all of that stuff. And we welcome her back. And as I said, you want to visit her website, you can find it at FeedXL.com. And we'll be back with Dr. Richards right after these words from today's sponsor, EcoGold. Well, you've heard me tell you about EcoGold. Now let's hear from one of the professional riders that actually uses the products uh, every day in her professional career. And that is eventer, international Canadian eventer, Jessica Phoenix, WEG hopeful for 2010. Let's hear from Jessica and see how she likes EcoGold. I love EcoGold products. I've used their saddle pads and their cross-country and open-front show jump boots for over a year now, and I'm just thrilled with the results. They're very breathable. They provide great protection, and all of our horses have benefited from using them in competition. Well, thanks, Jess, and you can learn more about all of EcoGold's products by going to ecogold.ca. That's ecogold.ca. Well, hi, Dr. Richards, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me back. It's great. It's been a while since we've we've actually gotten the chat, and it's nice to talk to you again. Spring is arriving down there in beautiful Australia, and yeah. our winter is coming, so I laughed at you all the last couple months, and now you can laugh at me for the next couple months. Yeah, well, I would take great pleasure in telling you how much fun we're having in our pool. <laughs> Well, we're talking about supplements, as or not supplements, we're talking about horse health, as we always do, and today we actually are talking about a particular supplement. Um, so tell us, tell us what we are going to help people with today. Okay, today we're going to have a look at biotin and whether or not you should be supplementing your horse. It's a pretty um, common supplement that people use. Um, Everybody but whether thinks or they not- need it, yeah. Yeah, whether or not it's actually going to um, solve the problem that people are experiencing with horses' hooves is is um, another question. So, uh, well, and you know what? Here in the United States, I don't know. At least from what I'm familiar with, anytime somebody has a problem with a hoof like that, they think biotin is the way to go. So I'm glad we're doing this tip here. Yeah, I mean, it's sold obviously as a hoof supplement, and it is a very good hoof supplement um, when it's needed. So it is—it's one of those things that people see a problem with their horse's hooves, and they'll immediately go reaching for a hoof supplement. But um, there's other things that they need to look at first before they do that, because it's not always going to fix the problem. Okay. So, um, so just a little bit about biotin first. It is an essential vitamin for horses, um, and it's involved in in quite a few things. The main ones are fatty acid synthesis, um, protein and energy metabolism and cell proliferation. So it is a really important nutrient for horses to have in their diet. Um, The thing is though, biotin is actually naturally available to most horses. Um, So it's in their feed. Um, You do get quite a bit of biotin out of feeds and particularly um, fresh green forages. So if your horse is on nice um, green pasture, which they often are, 
um, they they do get a lot of bite and from that. Um, and also in the horse's hind gut, where there's a lot of fermentation going on by bacteria, the bacteria in there actually do produce a lot of biotin. Um, and that's probably, I would guess, the main source of biotin for a horse. Okay. So, so they don't, a healthy horse on a good diet generally is getting enough biotin to meet its needs. So um, in that situation, if there's a hoof problem, then adding more biotin to the diet is not really going to do very much. Um, so if, you, if you're looking at your horse's hooves and, and your farrier or your trimmer is telling you that, you know, the hoof quality is poor or you can see that, you know, the hooves are cracking or just not growing um, fast enough, whatever the, whatever the hoof problem may be, um, there's a few things that you need to look at before you go grabbing for a biotin supplement. Um, the first one is the horse's diet. Um, so... Other things in in the diet can cause problems with hooves, and the main ones that we do see are um, deficiencies in minerals like copper and zinc, um, and they're really really common deficiencies. So, if if copper and zinc deficiency are a problem in your horse's diet, supplementing with biotin obviously isn't going to have an impact on improving hoof quality because that's not the problem. Um, so you need to assess your horse's diet. Uh, and see whether any of those deficiencies do exist. And if they do, um, you have to fix them. And and often balancing a horse's diet and making sure that none of those deficiencies exist is enough to get good quality hoof growing again um, without without actually using any specific hoof supplements as such. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little – I think I've mentioned this before, but it's a little bit um, like the the broken barrel effect um if you've ever seen that that picture of like a wine barrel or a whiskey barrel um that's got some of the staves broken in it you can only fill that barrel up with water to the um, point of the lowest broken um, plank right so if in your horse's diet copper for example is the lowest broken plank adding other nutrients in to increase the height of those planks is not going to do anything because you can still only fill that barrel up with water to the level of copper, if that makes sense. Right, yep. It's a yep. little neat a picture to demonstrate that. But um, So you need to make sure everything is in the diet. The other thing that um, you should pay attention to when looking at the horse's diet is the quality of protein that is going in there. Um, so if your horse is primarily on a, on a pretty poor quality forage diet, so, you know, dried off pasture or lower quality hay, um, the quality of protein in that diet may not be good enough to support good quality hoof growth so you may need to add something like a bit of alfalfa hay or um, a, a soybean um, based product or something like that just to increase the the quality of the protein in there because hoof obviously is made from protein so you need to feed good quality protein um, in the diet so that they can grow good quality hoof um, and the last thing to do with the diet is make sure that it, it is um supporting hindgut health so don't feed any uncooked grain so if you're feeding a lot of grain like cracked corn or cracked barley or something like that that's going to get into the hindgut and upset the natural balance of bacteria in there um, that will affect hoof quality because it's going to affect the amount of biotin that the bacteria can produce um, so having your diets based on good quality forage so there's a nice lot of fermentation going on in the hindgut and making sure that nothing is getting into the hindgut and actually upsetting that fermentation process um, is really, really important for maintaining good hoof growth. So I do see on um, studs occasionally when you'll get a, a young horse 
a young thoroughbred horse and they'll get diarrhea and no matter what any vet does or what we do to it you just cannot stop these horses from having diarrhea and don't ask me why um but if you watch i watch those youngsters over time and gradually their hoof quality gets really poor um and it has to be because they're just you know even though they're on um, green pastures generally they're just not getting enough biotin because their their hindgut's not functioning properly um and so the the bacteria obviously aren't producing enough biotin to support the hoof growth you see that really a lot around here in lexington with the babies and the diarrhea mm. yeah so you yeah you have a look at a horse with diarrhea like constant diarrhea and you'll you'll see that they often have bad quality hooves and the other ones that that are renowned for having bad quality hooves are um at least in australia are our thoroughbreds in training that are fed a lot of cracked grains like a lot of cracked corn and, and barley and things so their hindgut function just isn't normal um and it after a while it just impacts on their hoof quality hmm. um, see yeah. i never put those together yeah it's um it, i mean it also too because they're being constantly shod and and running right. on hard surfaces yeah. and things like that but so i mean there's a lot of other complicating factors but um their diet has got a big big role to play in in um how bad the hooves generally are when they've finished training. We always so. had uh, draft horses, and, and hooves were always a problem with the drafties, too. Yeah. Um, we, we would end up with uh, problems and issues with the draft horses, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, th- I hope every – now, of course so, – go ahead. Um, sorry. There is a few situations when biotin is useful and, and should be used. Um, okay. So, so in those cases of, you know, horses with um, chronic diarrhea – like they're they're just not going to make enough biotin in their hindgut, um, and there's not a lot you can do. Like if you can't stop them from having diarrhea, which in some cases you can't, um, feeding them biotin is actually quite important because they they're not getting enough out of their gut. Um, if your horse is going to be on a high grain diet for an extended period of time, so horses that are in training and do need those really high grain diets, if you're finding that their hoof quality is um, declining despite having them on a balanced diet and despite feeding um, cooked grains and, and you know doing everything you can to disrupt the hindgut as much as possible, um, those horses would benefit from biotin as well. Horses that have been on long-term use of oral antibiotics um, because it, it, it can disrupt the bacteria in the hindgut and reduce the amount of biotin produced there. Um, and also older horses. Sometimes older horses do lose quite a bit of function in their hindgut um, and the ability to produce that biotin. So if you're finding that your older horses is, is um, getting poorer quality hooves, then a biotin supplement may help in that situation as well. And, and of course, there's the random cases where you do everything you can. You balance the horse's diet. You make sure there's plenty of forage. You take grains out of their diet. You do all those sorts of things and hoof quality still doesn't improve. Um, in that situation, I would suggest trying a biotin supplement as well. It's just don't do it as the first thing. Um, you know, make sure everything else is in place first. And then if, if that still isn't working, then go for the biotin supplement. All right, great. And, of course, people can find out where... Do they go if they want to find out if they are feeding their horses correctly and if they're getting enough of everything? Yeah, um, I should mention that, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, you, you probably so, should. <laughs> so I love, um, we're always telling us as nutritionists, we're always saying, make sure your horse is on a balanced diet. It's like, what is that? Um, so if you go to feedxl.com, I've got a really neat little tool on there where you can um, tell feedxl about your horse and then you tell FedExer what you're feeding and it will highlight for you if there's problems like copper and zinc deficiency or not enough quality protein in the diet. So it makes it really easy to see um, where problems may be occurring and then to fix them. Very good. That's FedExL.com. And thank you, Dr. Richards. 
No worries. Thanks, Glenn. Well, don't forget, you can visit all the shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. We have some fantastic ones that came out this week over on the eventing, dressage, jumping, and also uh, Stable Scoop. Helena did the show all by herself this week. I think you want to check that out, one-on-one with Daniel Stewart. And then also there was a terrific show over at the Western Radio Show. They had a couple of international known country singers on there, and it was a lot of fun. So check out all the different shows at the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. I think you'll like what you hear. And, of course, we thank you for being a listener to Horse Tip Daily. You can reach me at Glenn, oh, two N's at Horse Tip Daily. <laughs> Let's start that over. Glenn with two N's, it's Friday. Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. And also, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for Horse Tip Daily and become a fan on there. You can listen to the shows right on there, and we remind you when they come out every day. So we look forward to you listening in for the next year. We're very excited about what 2010 brought to the Horse Radio Network, and we're very excited about the new things to come in 2011. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great ride. We'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone, and wear your helmet. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 